welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay, and welcome back to Adam's Rib Podcast, episode 192. New listeners, as always, you are more than welcome to always join us every single Tuesday. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can also like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. You can subscribe to our website, adamsrepodcast.com. You can shoot us an email, adamsrepodcast at gmail.com. Jamie is with us for her final week, but hopefully not her last. I say final week because we record multiple at a time, but hopefully not her last time. Amen, somebody. I got the invite. I'm coming back. (laughs) This is episode 192. We also have Brandon with us. I'm back. What up, big? Temporarily. (laughs) Anyway, so Brandon, do you want to discuss birth effects? Okay, really random question. Effects. When do you use A uh, and when do you use you know, E? Someone, someone actually sent me this of when to use it, and so I had to save it. So the A is for like in the current moment, like I'm getting ready to like affect the world. Yes, it's this, 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 this. it's a change. Effect is like something that's affect like it, like if somebody pulled it in the room, it affects the house. No, that's the that's the A. No, that's the E. E's the E. Like so, someone to told me. Um, just remember that A is for a verb and E is for the noun. So if you affect something A, it may cause an effect E. That's too much for me. Just remember that A is a verb. Because I, if I, when I affect you, it's with the A, a verb. You have an effect on me. You're, you're verbing me. I'm verbing you. But if something, so birth effects should be A because I have a birth effect. Apparently that, that affected you. Because <laughs> the way we over here looking this up. Like, I literally I tweeted this years ago and I screenshotted it and saved it because my friend responded back to me about to remember it. Real talk, I will restructure in an entire sentence. Just so you don't have to use so effects. So I have to use effects. They that's want fair. effects. Oh, some dies effects. Okay, that's old school. But yeah, so I, sometimes I just do not know and I, I don't have time when I'm writing an email at work and whatnot. But you know what? Maybe we, we will have a grammar lesson later. But now they have smart grammar outlook where it just basically writes your sentence. Oh, that's so nice. Or they got this thing called Grammarly. Yes. Grammarly. I use that. What yes. is Grammarly? Well, I'll look it up. Don't worry. <laughs> but it, it basically teaches you about grammar, which is so sad, y'all. We we educated. We should know grammar. By they shouldn't have taught me grammar when I was six. <laughs> That's true. Right? Too. I can't do nothing with it then. And I didn't use we grammar in college. Grammar show and tell? No, precisely. <laughs> and in college, I didn't use grammar. I was an apparel design major. We didn't have to think about grammar. Real talk. I've been thinking about taking an English class. Really? Yeah, just that's to actually go smart. You should audit a class. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe at Ivy Tech, but um, just going to no audit is cheaper. You don't need no credit for it. I know, but I don't want to do it at IU. Why? I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So birth effects. We we so jumped off the topic a little bit right there. <laughs> we sorry about that, y'all. But still, yeah, Brandon, what you got for us today? Well, with first, this? I just want to say they know how we roll, Adam. <laughs> this, this is nothing new. This is we nothing are, new. We. <laughs> We are we are basically four years in this thing. That's like, what's it ain't up. Nothing, ain't nothing new to this. So, y'all, the subject uh, birth effects. It was actually yes, my idea because I wanted to talk about the difference between 
being birthed and then being a product of your environment versus actually saying that she was born with something that the world doesn't agree with or something that's not okay. right. Okay. So we we look at a lot of stuff and we look at, oh man, I was born this way. And they, I know some people try to use that to like try to take that upon them like to, like a defense mechanism or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, do you know for sure that you were really born with that? Mm. And so I started to even look back at scripture at people like Jacob, people like uh, Peter, that you know, he was denying Christ mm. and all this stuff. And he was a fisherman. And we're looking at people like Judas. And then we look at people like ourselves, like the stuff that we were born with, that we came up, like, does that affect how we grow? Or does that affect our language? Does that affect yes. our, 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 you know, <laughs> mindset? Process, yeah. all, all that, like. Yes. <laughs> I, I think it does. Yeah. I think it does. Um, so, and we don't have to go into, like, our each individual backgrounds, but I will. So the way I grew up, I grew up with a very um, affectionate household. I love yous, hugs, kisses, proud of yous, affirmation household. And I always remember in every relationship, that is big for me because mm-hmm. that is what I am accustomed to. Mm-hmm. That is how love is expressed in my home. Mm-hmm. Where I've been with men who are not as affectionate, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that they love me any less. True. But I don't receive it the same. Okay. And so, yes, I, I do think there is birth effects with that. But I feel like sometimes some of the things you're saying, am I born with this meaning like, not a condition, but like a character. Like, oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's what you were alluding to. Yeah, but when I'm, I think of birth effects, I'm thinking, again, I'm coming into this world, into this household. How I'm raised, how will this affect me? So, you know, or raised to say grace over my food, you know, mm-hmm. and just, it's just things like that. But I don't know for me if I have a certain characteristic or how I carry myself. If that is a product of my household, I almost feel like just because I'm a, I can tend to be a rebellious person. I think it's the youngest child syndrome. I try to be the opposite mm-hmm. <laughs> of that. Got you. Well, I know for me, I, I came out like I, I growing up, I dealt with two different households. Okay. Right. So I had my mother's side where they always Sister show, Kathy. Yeah, say love <laughs> and affection. And then I have my dad's side. Elder Buffett. Like, yeah, that Brother man. Ezra. Yeah, that <laughs> Where you, you kind of like, you see and just, oh, okay. Like, it is what it is type thing. But it was two different characteristics. Okay. Two different uh, atmospheres. Two different type of teachings. Two different examples. So, growing up, there were times where I would be with my dad. There were times where I would be with my mom. But I felt like there were some things that my dad did that I did not grow up mm-hmm. with. And there may have been some things like that, Like good Like things? just anything, okay. good or bad. Mm-hmm. And then there was some stuff that I, from him that I've learned or been around that I did like mm-hmm. possess or download in my spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But me personally, I feel like being born with it... It may not be exactly true because I really feel like you can be a product of your environment. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, some of us have grown up with 
love and affection, but the thing about it, they had to be an example to show us first mm-hmm. what that really is. Mm-hmm. Because we can't come right off the bat being uh, being born or birthed saying, oh, like, I love you. Like, I need to know what love is first. I need to know what uh, being truthful is first. I need to know what, you know, what they think, what these things are. Because I feel like in some form or fashion, in order for me to know exactly what I need to do, I need to, I need for y'all or the parent or whoever that I'm around to lead by example to sort out that way I can know what. Let me ask you this. I feel like children can be taught to hate. I feel like if you grew up in a racist household, you know, Mm -hmm. you might just because that's because that's all you've been taught. That's all you know. And you might be like, oh, yeah, I should be racist, too. And then I think as you grow into yourself, like, well, wait, this isn't right. But when you said taught to love, I almost feel like as little babies, I just think innately because we need so much that you I won't say you can't really teach love, but I don't think we're born with hate, but we are born with love. Like, Mm -hmm. mommy, you know, what I'm saying like. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Like, I feel like a baby is always in need and they want to be held. They want to be affectionate because that's just the yeah. nature. It's not, I don't think in a baby's nature to be standoffish when they need someone so bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's like how the, we were spiritually built. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Brendan, I kind of, I, I hear you, but in a sense, I feel like, I guess, let me go back. My parents divorced, well, separated early. Uh, I was about five and I guess officially divorced when I was 12. Um, and I, both of my parents were not the type of I love you's or, mm-hmm. you know, really huggy, touchy, feely, affectionate. My brother and I are completely that. <laughs> well, I know I am maybe a little bit more than my brother, but it's just like, where did that come from? Right. I, I wonder where did that come from? And then I was uh, just reminded that God formed us even, you know, before we were thought you know, thought of, he had already had us in mind, but he formed us in our mother's womb. So sometimes, you know, we are definitely products of our environment. Yes, we are. But we also get to choose all the time if that's something we want to remain in, continue, or do an about face and when change. When did you feel like you chose, when did you actually see that within you that you were a little bit more, I won't say more loving than your mom, because your mom was very yeah, loving. She's very but loving, you say I'm yes. saying, But, but you know she shows it in different ways. Yes. Like my mom will provide for my brother and I, you mm-hmm. know, into the, the hills, all yeah. the way down, right? But that's her way of showing me that she loves me mm-hmm. and showing my brother that he loves, she loves him. It may not be a, hey, Jamie, it just called to say, hey, I love you. That's just not her. Mm-hmm. And it took me until maybe 35, six years old to realize that that is her way mm-hmm. of showing love. So um, what was your question? I was then? saying, when do you feel like you came? When did you realize that you came into you show love differently and more affectionately? When I realized that I wasn't getting what I typically would give out. Oh. So when I came into like, you know, I'm so the, was this like 12? Was this last year? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think I'm a child. Grown, I gr- I've grown into it, but I've always been. You've just always been that kinda way. Kind of like a happy. So you're saying that hey, that is a birth effect. How you doing? It sounds like <laughs> you've just been that way, but mm-hmm. you have to grow. Okay. Yeah. You know, despite to, despite that's not what I received, yeah. that is what I give, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. Um, so I don't know. That's, that's good. That's some hmm. good stuff. So what experience, um, caused you to wake up to that moment to say that I give this but I'm starting to realize that I'm not receiving this like what experience to be honest and it just came to me I think my my dad got remarried when I say 14 or 15 and I remember and it might have been before they actually got married while they were dating 
and we were taking the pictures after a basketball game or a banquet or something. And we were going to take a picture, but there was like clearly enough space between myself and him. And mm-hmm. she was like, hug her, act like you love her. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a pivotal moment for me. Like, that's not what my parents yeah. do. Right. And then mm-hmm. I started paying them more attention. I always saw it with other friends and family and stuff like that. But I'm like, ah, my parents just aren't like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's okay. Yeah. Right. You know, because I, you know, I didn't go without. Right. You know, thank thank the Lord for my mom and her desire to provide for us uh, growing up. Um, it's just it wasn't it wasn't a come here, give me a big old hug and give me some sugar, which I hate giving. Oh, mm. you hate giving sugar. Don't. You hate my me. house. Then. Don't <laughs> don't grab my cheeks and give me some sugar. Anyways, but yeah, so I think, you know, there there's certain things we do grow up in, right? But then also we get to choose if that's something we want to continue or if we want to change as we grow up. And I know for me, that's, you know, I'm, I am the type of person that, that want to give you a hug. And I lived in Miami for a little bit, y'all. So they do them, them they get real close and do the little air kiss. You know, and I'm just like, oh, what is this that we do? That's what they do down there. It's just a part of what they do. But I also think, too, I think what's important for us to kind of maybe even consider is generational curses. Like, that's yeah. one thing I think about we when I think about, about that. you did mm-hmm. birth effects. Like, you know, if this is the household that I was born into, brought up into, yes, these are the effects and the ramifications. But how do I want to go about making change? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like change and making decisions, like you were saying, are very vital when it comes to being affected by anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you don't have it in your heart to make that decision, then it, it'll show that you're comfortable mm-hmm. in whatever that you're dealing with. Like, or you don't know any better. Or Right, because you may not know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, like Lizzie said, that may be all that you know. Exactly. You know, when I look at... So I was, so I was reading... Uh, and I was looking back at, you know, how Joseph, how right before he became king, he had all his brothers and haters. Was, uh, hated. They mm. were definitely some haters. <laughs> but that was the product of his environment. Mm. But he had to make a decision yeah. to get away from that and follow what God promised him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, you don't think he was kind of forced into this decision, though? I mean, was, yeah, <laughs> he was forced a lot. Here's the thing, though. Yeah, it was forced, but it was God-led. Yes. It was God-led. So... Even before the decision, you can tell that there was already some type of love-hate type of thing amongst the brothers mm-hmm. like when you read it. Mm-hmm. So eventually, once, once that decision was made about him, um, you can tell that you can always tell the truth about a household or, or a certain situation when there's disagreement involved. Mm-hmm. You know, or something that you don't like, or somebody's angry or drunk or whatever. Like mm-hmm. in certain situations like that, you can tell. So Joseph was being affected by all of that, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I, I mean, I, I, I didn't make this decision. <laughs> like I was chose for this, and y'all can't even support me." Yeah. You know, what I'm saying you, it's one of the worst. One of the worst feelings to know when you're dealing with a situation of being affected by it is it sucks because. You don't have the support system that you thought that you you yeah, had yeah, yeah. in that. So I think that's one of the things when you're dealing with birth defects. It's like, like when we talk about product of your environment, what environment are you surrounding yourself with to make that decision mm. or to come out of that thing or to help be an effect? And I think a while a while back, Lindsay and I even have been a, we were a part of a another 
podcast, being invited. I was like real love, whatever. Don't know, you don't remember. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Real love podcast. Yeah, or something like, like that. that. So yeah, and we were talking about like just like being affected by who you're surrounded by mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I think that plays a major role when it comes to birth defects or being affected by yeah. what you're dealing with. And um, yeah, I, I just think your surroundings really matter in all of that too. I don't know. I have to kind of disagree with the Joseph example only because I feel like I feel like he was forced into thinking the way he began thinking. Like I feel like if if all 12 of your brothers, 11, 13, however many there was, are hating on you, he's now just basically in survival mode. I now kidnap you. I now throw you in this pit. I just got to survive. I feel like yeah. that'll change anybody's mindset. I probably wasn't even born to, serve, to have the mindset to survive, yeah. but because I've been thrown in this situation unwillingly, now I have to survive. And keep in mind, too, that Joseph had dreams of that, you know, that he would do things and things like that. And so, I don't know. I don't I don't agree also, with that. Right, but you also have to remember, like, even for us, we may not feel like, everybody else may not feel like we're being thrown into the situation, but somebody who was born in a house dealing with addiction mm-hmm. oh, for sure. or homosexuality. They, you know, everybody else may not say they were thrown into that, but you got to think about that. You don't have a choice. Like, you don't have, there yeah. was no choice. Yeah. There was no decision in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I was birthed out of somebody, but they're dealing with this thing. Mm-hmm. So am I the same thing from them because I was birthed out of that mm-hmm. or what, you know, and that's, that's the stuff that I, that yeah. I want people to understand. Like you don't have to have that same, uh, mentality. You were talking about the, uh, decisions. Like you, you got to make your, you have to make a decision early on to say like, I will not be like this. Yeah. But I also you think know? too, there's, there's more grace, right? There's a reason, you know, God doesn't, doesn't put us into situations that we can't handle. Even if we're a child and we're, we're born into, you know, you know, we know someone whose parents were addicted to drugs and, you know, eventually died, right? They didn't choose that lifestyle. Right. However, they have a different type of grace that maybe toward people that are on drugs mm-hmm. that I do not have because that's not something that I was around, mm-hmm. right? They can empathize, sympathize a little bit differently than I would be able to. And however, once again, maybe it's someone that's walking along them in a season or a friend and they can walk them through mm-hmm. um, with grace, with mercy, with love, and be able to show a whole bunch of different sides <laughs> and be that, be the strength and be the Jesus that they need at that moment. So I think about Joseph. Joseph, and he made a choice, despite his circumstance, mm-hmm. to still love and provide for that family that threw him away, right? Mm-hmm. right? But was it because God revealed to him that they will be bowing to? That's, that's what I want to know. If, okay. if that was not revealed to him, would he still have made this choice, or would he have just as much hate in his heart? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like, you know, but God, I feel like showing him A through F. Sometimes God's don't reveal nothing That's to us. That's true. We got, we walking around in the dark. I'm not saying it wasn't hard for Joseph to still yeah. maintain, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And I, then I think, too, about, you know, kids that have been adopted. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, yeah, they can walk around bitter. And maybe maybe some do, mm-hmm. but can walk around bitter. Or they can choose, you know, like, hey, this was this is a part of my story, you know, and I can either... When I have kids, you yeah. know, love them in a way that I know that maybe I didn't receive. Yeah. And I know some adopted people. They seem fine. Like, they don't seem good. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, there are people oh, that yeah, struggle with is. the fact that they were mm-hmm. not wanted. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that that messes with them mm-hmm. for a long time. So, mm-hmm. like, how do you handle? How do you want to handle it when you are in the position to mm-hmm. do something differently? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really what it boils down to. Yeah. You, this is what you're a part of, but now you can make an effective, an effective change for the better. How are you going to go about doing that? You know what I want to know? How um, me and my siblings are very different, and no one knows why. <laughs> and not bad or good, but but just different. And so, you know, you ever hear parents talk about how, you know, maybe one, like, just really went off the cuff. You know, mm-hmm. they've been arrested just into a lot of things, while the other one's just truly the complete opposite. They're doing yeah. great things. It's just like, man, I raised them the exact same way in the exact mm-hmm. same household. Nothing changed. So then is that a birth effect on, we'll just say, the good child and the not-so-good child? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always wondered yeah. that as well. Because I'm not going to say I was a bad child, but I was I was definitely the more rebellious one mm-hmm. and the more challenging child than I would say than, than my sisters were. You know, Courtney, she has this much more intrinsic motiv- motivating yeah. spirit about her, whereas I struggle. Like, you need to dangle some money in my face for yeah. me to jump. <laughs> well, just although y'all were raised in the same household, mm-hmm. you know, you know, conceived by the same parents. Once again, I think you got to remember where you came from. Hence, you came from the Lord. So um, you were just pre-wired, however he chose to have you be, you know, despite how you were going to be raised. Not to mention that everybody has their own steps, Mm -hmm. even outside of dealing with the same household, because eventually you have to leave home and experience the world. You do. You do. So everybody has a different type of Mm walk. Even twins have different situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but at the same time, there is a foundation yes. that y'all still have. Yes. So at the end of the day, if you still tend to fall off or whatever, you still know where to come back. To. Yeah, come on. You home. know, so Man. I think that plays a major role. That's a good point about twins. In, I got a, a twin set, one of my students, his boy, and his brother, I think is in the business school, I think at UCF in Florida, Central Florida, I think. And the twin that's with me, I mean, business students, he's buttoned up, just yes. she's so sweet, just my little heart. He's just, I just want to hold him in my hand. And he says, his brother is like biker, skateboarder, yeah. like has the hair. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, we're just completely different. So that does amaze me how even twins who share yeah. one egg and split or wherever twins were, yes. <laughs> that the, they can be different. The so. mightiness of God. Mm-hmm. And to think, I almost didn't do this episode. This was a good conversation. This is good, yes. Mm-hmm. Now I don't we think we truly through. answered the question. That's all right. We, we started <laughs> but, the conversation. But I'm pretty sure there have been a lot of questions answered mm-hmm. yeah. in this, you know, especially about the decisions because that still sits with me. <laughs> but, um, it's like, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you can choose to stay in it mm-hmm. or you can leave it. Yeah, you that's, can choose to make a change. I'm going to make a change for what's in my life. <laughs> Gonna feel real good. Gonna, gonna make, make a, a difference. difference. Gonna make. See, Michael made a decision. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. He made a decision. He made a decision. As I pull up the gun. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> my baby went to cold. This wind is blowing my mind. <laughs> we gonna stop because we can sing I'm the whole song. Talking to the man in the mirror. In the mirror. Oh yeah. I'm asking him to change his ways. <laughs> And no, get a message, get a <laughs> If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, we miss you. We miss you, Mike. Hello. Y'all 
y'all. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been a delight. Thanks for joining us. Yes. And as always, listeners, we'll catch y'all next week.